Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. It is the start of season 41. It approaches, it is on the horizon, it is on the way. Ash, how are you my friend? Good to speak to you again. Yes, yes, good to speak to you again. It's been a little while and uh, a new game is upon us. It is that time of year again. Um, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the early comments that have already been going on in the shout box of uh, mm-hmm. how the game is. Um, looking forward to the event tomorrow night. But yes, I'm happy and glad to be back. 100% absolutely echo those sentiments. Burger, great to see you again, my friend. Um, quick one, I mean, again, do you think it's going to be harder to uh, call it X instead of Twitter or call it EFC instead of FIFA? Oh, God knows. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, glad to be on and looking forward to it and uh, looking to kickstart on the new FIFA. Yeah, EAFC, mate. I've just said it. EAFC. It's not FIFA anymore. Come on, you've got to change. <laughs> Go with the times. Don't be a dinosaur. Come on. Anyway, um, and, and one more guest to introduce. Uh, it is uh, it is big boss himself, Marcus. How you doing, mate? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good evening, all. I noticed I'm last in the packing order, but thanks for that, Jam. Oh, you're more than welcome, mate. It's fine. We're having some little issues at the, little, at the moment with uh, with Marcus's mic, so again, he will be muted until needed. <laughs> uh, if that's all right with you, Marcus. That's not a bad thing, is it? No, it's never a bad thing. I wish we had the same for Burger. To be fair, why can't you have these issues with your <laughs> mic, Burger? That'd have been so much easier. But he did manage to join uh, the uh, the part the chat straight away today. I was quite impressed. It's- that's a good point. That is a good point. It's something that doesn't normally happen. Roll on the new season, if that's how it's going to be. Uh, right, boys, we'll, we'll kick off. Um, obviously, uh, we've got the introductions done. Just a quick reminder, obviously, we put up um, a little post out a couple of a couple of days ago, obviously asking for some guests uh, for tonight's podcast. Um, again, uh, we're sort of following that same trend, unfortunately, of, you know, maybe a, a few people reticent to, to jump in. Please do, guys. Again, you, you know, you get the added uh, bonus of getting two million um, appearance fee on the podcast. Just in the interest of fairness, me and Ash will not receive that payment. We do this out of the goodness of our hearts to bring amazing content to you, lovely listeners. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, so Burger will be getting his two million. No wonder he's on tonight. Um, and uh, Marcus, it's if not you want, that about, if... it's not that bad, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, like all right, all right, okay. And Marcus, I mean, again, if you want two million, mate, I'll happily pay you out as well. <laughs> well, thank you. I'll use it in the bookies. Good, good. Uh, you can bet on me to win the Super. Up, but obviously more on that later on. Um, so uh, wasted. <laughs> it will be wasted. Um, so in terms of um, in terms of this podcast, again, we're just gonna. There's obviously no games to cover that you know in terms of um, in terms of the new division yet. We're just going to talk about a few things in terms of structure, some rule changes, um, and we'll talk about some dates and things coming up as well. Some changes to events going forward this season. Um, yeah, hopefully, again, just give everyone a bit of a flavour and whet everyone's appetite ready for the, the new season. So, um, I mean, no better way to, to go and a better segue for it, Burger. Obviously, we had our first event last night. Uh, well done to River and Tunners for, for winning the Golden Goal event. Um, again, I think it, it went off quite well, do you think? Yeah, it went really well. Um, yeah, I just think it's it was quite nice getting in the party as well and hearing people's voices, which we haven't done for quite some time, to be fair. And it was a... Good laugh. Um, Harry calling his missus a tourist. Uh, me making a tool on myself. Just the usual AG night in a party. <laughs> yeah, again, it, yeah, typical uh, typical shenanigans. Uh, absolutely, 100%. Uh, Marcus, obviously you were having fun uh, pressure washing a garden, I think is what you were saying. Best game ever. There's a leak for that next time. No, it was, um, no, it was good to be on, Jam. I don't get on. 
that much during the week due to work commitments, etc. But it was good to see uh, how many people attended, who attended, and uh, the bands are going off as usual. So yeah, it's uh, good to be back. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was definitely great to to get some games in. Um, Ash, obviously you didn't join, probably just a bit late for you. Yeah, ten o'clock in the midweek is a bit of a late one for me, but um, looking forward to the event tomorrow night. I'll be involved with that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, as Burgers just said, it's 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 always good to hear when lots of people are in the party, especially as after a you know a period of inactivity of these sort of events, um, you know, and uh, hopefully we can start getting properly back into the swing of it in the next couple of weeks. In terms of mm. and I, th- I think again I know obviously it was only a golden goal, but there was no rage last night. There was no aggro. I think everyone needed maybe a little bit of a break actually to um, to fully appreciate the game coming back, which was it was uh, it was nice to see. Um, on that, I mean again, uh, Burger, I'll come to you first. Early impressions of the new game for me, I'm I'm kind of liking it. Obviously, there's every chance that they can still tinker and and change it quite a bit, but so far so good. I mean, this is EAFC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. I'm... I've played a lot of clubs, admittedly, not done so much 1v1s. Um, they've made quite a few little tinkers, which I like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, playing, it seems to be a, like a golf fest like it was in the last FIFA, but it does seem more enjoyable. There's something about it that's a bit different than the previous game. Yes, the defending might be tricky, or the passing might be tricky, but I think you've got to think more about where you're passing and all that kind of stuff, and that what Defending's always going to be tricky and it's made it harder already. However, it's fun scoring goals as well. And there was, um, I played a few friendlies last night. I played you when we drew 5 5 or something like that. But yeah, it was yeah. a fun game. It was, you know, that there's always going to be rebounds and stuff like that. You have to accept stuff like that. But I think, like, it feels like there's a lot of little nitty gritty stuff that has made it slightly better and more enjoyable than the last game. But hopefully continues. Mm. I think um, Ash, some of the little things I've noticed and the little good things about the the new game, like mm. um, the not so much the cutscenes because they can get a bit quite long and a bit arduous, but um, the little designs on the pitch where a throw in or a set piece, yes. all of a sudden it will tell you like who's your most fatigued players and highlight them and stuff. And yes. those little things like that have been quite useful, I think. Yeah, I mean uh, the little quality of life improvements that I'm really liking. Um, you know, it looks pretty, it looks good. Um, I, I do like what you've just said there. You know, the stats. I think I was playing Andy Brill in the online friendly, and he he made a comment about how he didn't really like it too much. Um, I think it was. Um, I think it was about where the shots were going from one of my players, um, but it's a nice little, uh, li- nice little addition. Um, yeah, I mean, my only impressions of it um, are good. Um, you know, I mean, the, the thing with EAFC, and I'll get used to calling it that now, is that you know every year it, it doesn't really change too dramatically to begin with. I find mm. it's, you know, if you give it a week or two, once the ultimate team um, members have all started kicking up, then maybe we'll start seeing little little tweaks here and there. Um, but no, the early impressions are good. I like the quality um, of life improvements. Um, you know, I haven't touched too much ultimate team. I, I'm not really planning to this year, um, but the little bits in there, having a little look I quite like, um, you know, um, so yeah, early impressions are, are good. Are, are good. Mm. I think again, it's it's definitely been enjoyable. I mean, again, Marcus, and obviously I know you're not, you know, a, a league, um, a league uh, 
you know involvement in this search you know you're obviously the, the the boss of it but you're not obviously playing in it but again any impressions from yourself i know you played a couple of games when i was chatting to you last night yeah i've played quite a few to be honest with you i'm normally <clears throat> excuse me normally i just buy the game and it sits in a drawer and I, I never bother with it until we have a club's night or something like that so um i quite like it i've got to be brutally honest i think um it's 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 a lot slower that's exactly what people have said um in terms of the movement and not so much ping pong ball if you like that's popping around so um yeah i quite like it to be honest and it, it's something i'm that I'm, I'm actually going to delve into a bit this year not so much ultimate team but certainly seasons and uh playing on clubs mm. i think again it's um you know burger obviously you've talked about clubs and stuff again it looks like it's going to be a good season for clubs as well this year so fingers crossed for all you guys that uh, that do that i know there's a few of you um so well, look, did, we're going to get. They, in... um, they've they've changed something on clubs as well, haven't they? Did I see that they've? Did they not? Oh, sorry, it might not be in clubs in general, but was it? I someone was saying about how they were banning three and five formations. Oh no, oh no! What I mentioned in the past yesterday, the EA uh, competitive like tournaments to have one v one on ultimate team, they are banning three. Oh and right. Five. Oh okay. I, I'll say I put. So it's there. more okay. three ultimate team oh, tournaments. I see. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair right. Enough, so, right. we'll uh, we're just going to get into the the main crux of the podcast now, then, boys. So, we're going to talk about um, some things that are going to affect everybody in the upcoming season uh, ahead. Um, two things to touch on. First of all, are some rule changes which have already been announced slash discussed. Um, one of which being the new rule around administration. So, if someone goes under their scudo limit, um, and the second of which being the reintroduction, possibly most likely by the look of it now of the, uh, the the cup goalkeeper rule. Um, we'll start on the administration rule. Um, and again, I think, um, Marcus, it's only right of a handover to you in terms of a little bit of explanation around why we're uh, reintroducing the administration rule and, and tweaking it slightly. Yeah, I think it's something that we've always had to look at. There's been loads of, loads of different ideas being banded around about the um, admin rule. Um, but certainly towards the end of last season, I think a couple of things just reared its head. Um, in terms of people not abusing it, but it not having the effect that we wanted. So we kind of sort of put it out to the admin team. And again, it was multiple things about putting players up for sale, having a dig at people's squads, etc. But it was more about the impact that it has on the league itself um, and where the punishment lies. So one of the good points that would come out, and it was more from Bry, I think, Bry said, you know, let's hit them with a three to six point, three to six point deduction, as well as taking a player plus the cash um, to straighten things off. So I think that then puts people in a different mindset to say, well, if I'm in the title race or I'm in a relegation race, can I really afford to go into admin, not only losing my best player, but those three points could literally either spoil me promotion or have me relegated. Yeah, I think, um, you know, again, at the end of last season, it, it came about, um, I think it was Saty, um in the um, in Division 2 um, trying to avoid the relegation playoff. And, and again, he, he very much went for it and I think ended up losing a player because of it. And um, again, like you said, there was debate in the admin room in terms of is it his centre-back that goes? Is it one of his, you know, I think it was Leroy Sane or Tamori or something, you know, who, who's going to be the one that goes? 
and it's, it's, it's a really good point it's, it's a good debate to have obviously in terms of which is more impactful but ultimately you know we just need something that's going to completely remove that ambiguity and, and straighten that out so it is fair for all and also um in terms of the um the like as you rightly said marcus the you know effectively the running um it's going to make a massive massive difference because if someone is sort of going for promotion is going for you know to avoid relegation and then all of a sudden they think oh actually yeah i'll just push it that little bit more um you know they're going to be avoiding to do that now because they don't want the points deduction again i, I guess that's sort of what you're getting at marcus yeah i think and and also just to make it clear you know it wasn't because of what Sadie did so you know i don't want to witch hunt against the guy or anything like that it's something that we've been looking at for probably seasons now um to get that tweak it was just the fact that the way that it happened and the way that the promotion went on etc it didn't really impact him that much so i don't sort of want to witch hunt against Sati. um more more just to improve the experience for everybody really yeah, and again, for me, I think it's more, um, again, I'm not sort of getting at 18 that point. I think it was more a case of that that situation highlighted, like you say, Marcus, the need for the rule. Um, again, being obviously a good example of where actually until it comes up, it's not something you sort of think about or it's not something that's going to affect the situation quite quite as much. Um so in terms of um, in terms of the administration rule, I mean, Ash, I'll, I'll come to you. A, a, a good decision. You're quite happy with the the proposed changes? Yeah, yeah. I I think it's a good change. Um, I think it makes people be a bit more uh, wary, especially now that we have you know added the point penalty into it. Um, you know, it, it could be another. You know, it comes down to the end of the season, and uh, you know people sometimes maybe you know lose their way a little bit when it comes to money and bfas and uh those 759 bids um you know so i think it just i think it makes people more aware and um you know look i i, I mean I, you can imagine if someone cocked it up at the end of the season and it ended up costing them um you know something like a title or a you know a promotion place or something um yeah i think it's a good change and i think it'll make people more aware um and uh, i'm always always up for things that do that mm. i mean burger obviously it's an interesting one as well because if anything right now is the time you know when we get our start squads is when you really don't want to lose your uh, your best player because that's going to obviously again we'll come on to it later on but it's going to obviously you know be a big determining factor in which squad you ultimately go for yeah of course um I mean, just from my point of view, you always plan for all eventualities, really, if you get fined and all that. And I think it makes more people more aware um, and basically manage your funds and squad better, really. You don't want to be losing your best player who possibly would make a difference of getting going up, staying up, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, in terms of the second rule, um, that's getting a bit of a, re, uh, a reboot, a bit of a reintroduction. Again, uh, in a, I'll just hand over to you in a second, Marcus, to, to go over, uh, you know, sort of the, the reasons why. Um, again, it's uh, it's out for a vote at the moment. It's the uh, the cup goalkeeper rule, whereby the lowest rated goalkeeper in your squad is needed to be played in all cup games. So that's the eliminator games and the league cup games. Uh, for me, again, obviously we'll come on to opinions in a moment. I, I think it's a, an absolute brilliant rule again one of the only things storm's ever said that made sense um 
but uh, again, obviously, there is at least one person that's uh, that's voted <laughs> against it. And weirdly, yeah, he's in in this uh, in this podcast, which will be really interesting to get his views on that. Uh, but Marcus, again, your your thoughts on the reintroduction of that rule? Yeah, uh, like I say, Jam, it's um, it was a cracking idea by um, Storm, but it just. <laughs> It just fell open where people were just openly admitting that they'd made the mistake and were allowing people to get away with it. So from that point of view, you know, it's scrap it straight away. Um, but again, people have asked and asked and asked. And it's just about the community just being honest at the end of the day. But, you know, I mean, nobody's going to want to... If somebody plays an eligible player and they get fined or they get points deduction, whichever way that we decide to go by that... Just imagine if that person beats you to a BFA on deadline day for that player that you actually wanted by that amount of money. I think people have just got to take that into context where sometimes I think we're a little bit too matey-matey in terms of that and we just thought, oh, I'll be all right, just carry on playing because we can't be arse restarting. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's, um, it's a good rule to have. Um, it's looking like that it will come in. Um, we obviously put a 10 million fine on the back of that. Um, it needs to be proven as well, so we'll put something in place for that, uh, and then we'll see how it goes for the first season. Hmm. And again, in terms of policing, it is very simple. I think obviously when you go into a cup game, it'll take you two minutes to load the site up, have a quick look at your opponent's squad, and obviously just check which goalkeeper should be playing. It takes two seconds. If they're not playing, again, for the integrity of the site, and you know to potentially get someone a nice big juicy fine, which we all want to see, um, you know, take a quick snap, take a quick screenshot and get it sent over. Um, but uh, Ash, I'm going to come to you on this one first and then I'm going to give Berger the floor to say why he doesn't like it or doesn't want to introduce him, which is good because it's coming in. So it's a good thing that's going to put his nose out of joint straight away. Um, <laughs> but uh, Ash, uh, again, did you vote for? I voted yes. Um, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Uh, as Marcus has said, it's definitely one of Storm's brighter ideas, um, and uh, they are a rarity. Um, yeah, I mean, it just makes use of having two goalkeepers as well, isn't it? I mean, Absolutely. you know, yeah. if you were to ask someone in the last sort of, you know, three, four seasons how many times they'd used their second-rated goalkeeper, I think it would probably be zero. I mean, I'd be very honest, you know, while the rule wasn't there, I didn't. Um, you know, I use my goalkeeper, uh, the, the mighty Vicario, who done me very, very well. And I'm glad there was a reset because obviously he'd have had to have gone now being the Tottenham goalkeeper. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a good role. It does mix it up a little bit as well. And it also, I mean, you know, because these are the, the lower rated keepers, you know, you know, if you've got a 62, 63 rate, which I know at the moment there's not really, it's not going to make no difference. But um, you know, it just makes for different sort of scoring games in those cup games, knowing that you've not got your strongest keeper in goal. Um, so yeah, for me, um, good rule, and I'm looking forward to it being brought in. Mm. I think for me as well, you know, it's going to impact on the way people want to play the game because if you are say someone in Div Two, let's say so like last year, I think. Um, Someone like Mark, who was in Div Two. I'm sure Mark Sharp was in Div Two last season. Were you in? Were you in Div Two last season, Ash? Actually, I can't even remember. Yes, I remember. yeah, I, I was. I, I was. I was in Div Two. Yes, Mark was in the Prem. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Ash, say like you in Div Two. So, you know, having a, a go ahead start on people in the Prem in the Eliminator, obviously, as it proved, because you won the Eliminator, is a massive, massive advantage. Now, you might turn around and think, right, I'm going to give myself the best chance of having a good goalkeeper. So, actually, if my top-rated goalkeeper is rated 70, 
I'm going to do everything I can to find a 69 rated goalkeeper. You know, if it makes a big difference, um, you know, again, like you said, it might not, but if it does, it's just those little marginal gains that's going to give you an advantage over those Prem players even more to help you uh, get that success. Yeah, I mean, that's it. And I think also as well, obviously, you know, you, I mean, we've not really, we've not spoken about the wages. Um, you know, mm. you obviously at this level, I suppose maybe it doesn't make too much difference, but, you know, you, you then weigh up that sort of, do you have another sort of a higher rated goal? goalkeeper on wages that you're going to have just for cup games bear in mind that obviously you know you're going to end up paying for him not playing in a league game or not or do you just you know have a lower rated one yeah absolutely uh, go on then Berger why do you not want it bringing in why have you voted for Brexit <laughs> no I, I think it's a good draw I just think I just think back to when it was um, <clears throat> put in the first place and the way it was played out, you had league games and cup games, so I always played like mine simultaneously. Um, and I've played other people who did the same thing, and we had to restart. We never played the games with the uh, other keepers, but like um, I remember the quarterfinal against Danger Mouse. Mm. I played a league game, went straight into the game, didn't think anything of it, and then. Uh, I, I was tuning up after ten minutes, and I forgot I put the, didn't put my keeper in, so back out, start again. I ended up losing, but it, it had no difference really. But um, I just I had to restart three or four games, and certainly when people plan to play games, um, you normally want to try and get them all in one evening or anything like that. And I just feel like when you just play the league game, you just want to play a game again. I'm not thinking of changing my keeper. Um, and it just causes that back out and start again kind of thing. That's the only downside for me. Um, I mean, I'm not against the rule completely at all, mm. but it's just that it's just, it was just the convenience of it. And um, yeah, it's good. I mean, to be honest, with the way keepers are on this FIFA, I don't think it'll make much difference. But um, yeah, uh, it, it was just it was just the convenience of restarting all the games before, and I just, it's. It'll have to happen if this rule is in 100%. But like I'm just saying, like it, it's it's just like oh, I'm gonna restart the game now because I've forgotten the keeper type of thing. Mm. So I I want to. It wasn't it wasn't like I'm dead against it. It's just it's just the convenience of restarting the game if people forget because yeah. that's what I, happened a lot. I I, I want to come back on that, but Marcus has got his hand raised because we're keeping him muted. So go ahead, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, just on that burger. I mean, I, we often turn around and you know, you guys do a fantastic job through all the admin work that you do, etc., for the leagues, the podcasts, the tournaments, and things like that. And for me, I mean, it really is just a small change to make a big effect on a league. Um, and I think that what we're asking isn't a massive, a massive ask. Yes, I get that you want to do it, but. We want the realism more than anything. And if that takes somebody two minutes to do a, a swap of a player, surely that is better than the impact that we're going to have of having this goalkeeper, which is more of a talking point on the site. Yeah, I, I agree with it. It's just It was just the convenience of it and restarting games. That's why I was against That's all. I'm, I'm happy for it to be put in. It's just, just, that's just my opinion on it. And everyone has an opinion. <laughs> 
that's no that's that's cool however again for me there will be no more like again it, if we're going to do it it won't be a case of oh back out i need to change like oh no tough shit if you've left your prem keeper in or your you know your main keeper in that's my win sunshine you know and that's it and that's that's how it's going to go down so for me it takes two seconds am i playing a cup game am i playing a prem you know or a div one game div two game whatever I just need to change my keeper. I know what you're saying, Burger, in terms of it's that extra little piece of admin, but it's the tiniest little inclination that you need mm. to think about changing. It wasn't just me who was forgetting people. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Who okay, was playing, who was playing. I, I probably but they all said the same thing, I forgot. Mm. Uh, so, but, so. But, it, but again, I think there's that point of, again, that we're going to have to put something in place or, or just, again, look, read the match thread, you know, to remind yourself that it's a cup game, um, is, is my opinion. Um, Okay, so we've got a few more things to get through, so I won't um, dather on that one too much more. Um, but again, for me, glad to see that one coming back in. Um, I am going to hand over to, um, to to Marcus in a moment as well, because we're going to talk about um, the three divisions and the sort of general proposal about who's in there. Um, Marcus, first of all, before I um, actually read through it, are you happy for me to go to, ahead and, go ahead and uh, list, that? list that? Yeah, that's fine, mate. Yeah, go for it. Cool. So um, at the moment, we have the 30 people signed up. Uh, we have currently got a nice even split of 10, 10 and 10. Um, well, there will be 10, 10 and 10. The, uh, there's two that we're a bit undecided on as an admin team at the moment as to where they go. Um, but there will be um, a div one of myself, Topcat, Jeff, Berger, Sean, Buncey, Ash, Plunkett and Riverman which is great. Um, Div 2 being Gardner, Mark the Shark, Rhino, despite the fact that, you know, it arguably should be in Division 3. Goffey, Joby, Morris, Bry, Raz and Hilly. And a Division 3 of Payne, Trooper, Soggy, Tunners, Wizfox, Harry, Worm, Brilly, Gaz and Nuthatch, with the final two members needing to be um, put in uh, in one of the divisions, being MJG and um, Anuaki, I think his name is, uh, Hilly's friend. So, I mean, Marcus, obviously, again, I'll I'll, I'll let you unmute to discuss, um, but again, what's what's the thinking with the division splits? Well, first of all, it, it was actually nice to get 30, really. I mean, I spoke to Ash on a number of occasions about how many that we were going to get. And I was expecting low low 20s after the break that we've had. Um, but it's great to get 30. I mean, 30 makes perfect sense. We'll just do an even split of three leagues. Um, it just rounds everything off quite nicely. Obviously, the sign-up's still open till the 4th. I might reduce that back to the 2nd, um, depending on if there's any more interest. Um, and it just rounds it off quite nicely for me, Jam. Yeah, again, brilliant. I think um, it, one thing to consider as well, obviously, um, with that, obviously, we've 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 done some squads now. We've got um, thirty squads in play ready for uh, for the, the the upcoming season. Obviously, again, it takes two seconds to put another squad together. Um, so again, I know there's a few people, Diadex, Sati, etc., that haven't signed up yet. So if you want to sign up, guys, obviously get in quick. Um, and uh, and yeah, hopefully we can have a, a good season with some nice even things. Marcus, go ahead. Yeah, just on that jam, I just want to say thanks to all the team. Obviously, I have posted it in the um, in the admin forum, but I think what what an exceptional job you guys have done in the space of when do we start it? Four days ago, maybe mm-hmm. five days ago, and we've absolutely smashed thirty squads out between us all. There's been a lot of double checking going on, making sure everything's okay. So really, that's just brought the start of the season forward 
even quicker. So massive, massive well done to everybody who's been a part of that. Mm. Um, so again, there's not much to just to really unpick from those divisions. Um, Ashburger, obviously, um, again, it's uh, it sees the three of us obviously in that top division again. Um, any any changes for you? You'd make there, Burger, or any any things there you think that are a bit different? No, I think he's got it spot on. You just got to go back from like how it finished, uh, what the history of it, and it's um, it's pretty well not easy, but like they just fit in. It's just obviously the people that we were aware of their ability where to fit them in after that that that's the only real question marks you're going to have of with the starter leagues mm. ash what about you yep yeah, i mean i i don't think so um i'm looking forward to a couple of things i'm looking forward to my uh, my annual 15 goal game against riverman um, so I'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to taking my uh, yearly three or six points against you jam um, you know, there, there won't be any, there won't be another title win this, uh, this season coming, I'm sure. Berger will, uh, I think will be strong. Um, but <laughs> no, no, I don't think, um, I don't think there's any changes there or any, you know, surprises really. It's quite competitive. I think it's, it's all going to depend on, on the starting squads, which brings us nicely on to, to the next topic. So, um, so it, we've talked about starting squads. You know, we are privileged enough that we can see them because we helped um, design them. Um, again, we're not going to actually be squad specific. It's more a case of some hypotheticals. But I just want to sort of hear from you boys. And it'd be really great to hear everybody who's listening to the podcast. You know, please comment below uh, when Ash obviously posts the podcast on what you think on this situation and what prompts you into these uh, these decisions. Um, but Berger, what, what, for example, when, when the franchise lists get um, get put up and the squads are there and you're considering who to bid for, what's, what's going to be your... Um, uh, you know your considerations. What's what sort of position are you going to go for first? Are you going to go for that superstar and build off that, or are you going to go for oh that squad looks really well rounded, or it's got a great defence, or a great goalkeeper, so you don't have to worry about changing that for the next three four seasons? What, what's your thoughts? Um, I mean, I, I can only really go on experience from previous resets, and I've always gone for a strong defence or. Um, having a good squad that you can possibly try to get better defenders. Um think on the last reset, I tried in my best striker for CDM, Maddy Kamara, who literally sustained the whole of last FIFA in my team, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I tend to try and get a solid base straight away. And the first season, I think it was two years ago, I struggled because I lost that attacking player. But in the long run, it benefited me because I'd got players in that would playing for their like a League One team in France, and he was getting upgrades. And then throughout the season, the BFAs, I can just focus on getting attackers in. And yes, it took a while to get back into the swing of things and uh, getting higher up the league table. But ultimately, defence is where I start at really, um, holding midfielders as. It's a big part of my play, really, having that solid base and then to go forward from that, mm. even though I had to take off my attacking threat, which did cost me, but in the long run, it did benefit me. OK, so you sort of favour a good defence, good, solid, yeah. uh, stable uh, outlook and then go from there, yeah? And that's what I'll tend to look for transfers in my first couple of weeks is strengthening my defence and then I can, all I'll do is focus going forward. because so I feel like I can do well with... Not so good players going forward. 
Ash, what about yourself? What's what's your considerations? I mean, we've seen, you know, uh, in in previous resets, obviously very low rated Arsenal players, obviously, you know, Martinelli being one, yeah. um, you know, things like that. I mean, again, I think you've had, um, again, we're going a few resets back now, but there was a guy called Krishna or something that you, oh, you yeah. held for a long time, yeah, a winger. Yeah, Roy Krishna. Um, um, yeah. So what's what's your thoughts? What do you look out for? Fantasy League icon may I add <laughs> um, yeah for me I think it's a balance between you know having a good defence or a base defence that you can build on ideally in the sort of centre back positions um, and a good striker um, you know um, I'll, I'll always try and find you know a striker that's you know going to obviously get the goals and uh, has the stats and the ability you know that I sort of look for in my players you know is there any players in the league that perhaps are a little bit overpowered um, for what they are you know I mean I know that's that's that sounds a bit you know you take advantage of it but um, mm. you know is there anyone like that um, you know and I, I mean I also personally quite like looking for players that have the potential to sort of develop over the course of the season um so like for example in the past player uh following balogun an arsenal mm-hmm. a, a player back then went to play in france done really really well and i think ended up you know with like a, a plus five or a plus six over the time of having him um you yeah. know i mean the goalkeeper vicario i had him he was a 71 72 and by the end of the fifa he'd gone up to a 78 79 um, you know, so I sort of like looking at those players that, um, you know, have the potential to develop over the season. But um, going back to what I look for, um, yeah, it, it's a balance and it's finding the balance between the two centre-backs and a striker. Um, and they will be the sort of positions that I'll look for early on in the season. Uh, so when that window opens and uh, the squads have been allocated, I'll have a little scale around and uh, see who I can uh, become early friends with this season. <laughs> I think for me, again, it's, I, I obviously look for players I want to play with, especially at this early stage. I don't get often chance to play with uh, like my team Coventry players, um, you know, as we get down the line because of the uh, the squad rating. But um, so I'll certainly be looking for those. But again, for me, I think it's a mix. I think you're absolutely right with both of what you've said in terms of a nice balance. But I think for me, one of the big things is actually looking for that person that you know, if you can get a high ticket player. Um, you know, for example, like an Adama Traore-esque player that you know is going to be of interest. It's almost like um, it's almost like a little savings account. It's almost like winning the lottery. You know, if you know if a BFA comes up and it's got two or three players that you like and maybe two of the which are viable for you to get, you could go to someone and think, right, you know, do you want to sit, do you want to buy this player off me? You know, um, so for me, that's that's definitely something I'll be looking for is is trying to get that little superstar to start off with um, and see how we go, but. Again, I can't stress enough, please, you know, in, in the, uh, the comments below, you know, when I post this podcast out, I want to see, uh, you know, loads of replies from you guys that are in the league this season. You know, what do you guys look for in your starting squad or what will you be looking for um, in, in your starting squad as well? Um, th- there's not much else for us to go through. Um, again, I'm going to be handing over to Marcus again for a couple of quick uh, answers to some questions in a moment before we round off. Um in terms of um, the structure, Mark, Marcus mentioned it earlier on, the sign-up is currently open uh, for a little while longer. Um, Marcus, now we've got you know the the, the magic number, um, and now we've got the, the squads to go with, and, and obviously the appetite for everybody to want to get going. Any chance we can just close it in maybe the next hour or so? It'd be a great idea, wouldn't it? No. No. What I'm going to do, Jam, I'm going to take a view over this weekend with the potential to closing it on the 2nd, which will be the Monday. 
Um, and then from then on in, hopefully all the next week will be about auctions, squads, uh, squad updates, etc. Making sure all the league tables are ready, all the fixtures are all entered. And then potential kickoff really round about the 9th of October. So I think um, massive well done to everybody who's chipped in. I think that's brought everything forward, as I said earlier on, really, really quickly. If people want in, then they need to get their arse in gear and get themselves signed up. Otherwise, it'll close on Monday. Um, but apart from that, uh, I think we're all good to go, Jam. Brilliant. And um, just a word on head-to-head. I know that's obviously in the pipeline as well. What, what are we thinking about that? Yeah, once all the squads are sorted, um, currently working with Suited on some targets for next season. Um, and just it's just tweaking now, mate. It's just tweaking and heading towards the big kickoff. Once everybody gets their squads, everything will just open all back up again, head to head. You guys will put yourself forward for the Wednesday events, which is fantastic. I'll I'll start doing the Friday ones again with a mixture of games as well. That's something that we discussed last night, Jam. Rather than just doing FIFA, there's a whole host of sort of um, game pass games out there that are good fun. Um, and people will want the money at this early stage. They will want that £2 million. And that's what we're going to aim to have all the way through now, rather than big jumps in money, um, big prizes, etc. It's all about chipping away at that balance. Um, so you've just got enough to cover your wages and maybe get some BFAs in. And again, I think those BFAs, transfer window, squad announcements can't go quick enough, boys. Um, but I think, look, we're going we're gonna to leave it there. I think we've had a, a good little chat and a good State of the Nation discussion this morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, Berger, thank you very much for coming on. Obviously, you'll get your two million uh, paid out in uh, in the next half an hour or so, uh, which will go towards obviously picking a good squad. Um, so thank you very much for your attendance. Yeah, thank you. And it's always, always happy to come on and uh, discuss IG. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much. Uh, Marcus, I know we've had some technical difficulties, but again, thank you for coming on. And obviously it was quite important, I think, for us to get you on this one to, to help set some things out. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Jam. It's been a while, but uh, your boys do a cracking job. So uh, well done to both of you. Thank you very much. And Ash, obviously, thank you very much as always, mate, for uh, for being co-pilot. Um, again, I think uh, a nice, uh, interesting season ahead, I think. Yes. Yeah. Roll on the roll on the season. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be good. And uh, let, let's get let's get cracking. Let's get on with it. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't can't agree more. Um, right. We'll leave it there, boys. But thank you very much for listening. And uh, we will see you um, for the season preview in about maybe 10 days time something like that so we'll see you soon thanks a lot bye bye